Blog Talk Radio. One, two, one, two, three, four. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Career Expert Live. Should be an interesting show. I've got some hot button topics here for everybody. So fasten your seatbelts and hold on. Should be pretty good. So happy September 1st to everybody. Um, just kind of sitting around thinking today, where the hell did the summer go? Feels like it was just June yesterday. Kids are back in school. I don't really think I'm ready for fall yet, but at least the kids are back in school and they're not around the house like maniacs, but kind of sad. Um let's get to the major news because we've got some really cool hot topics here. So we know uh, last week what we saw that unfolded on live TV, uh, WDBJ lost two of its employees last week in the on-air shooting. Very tragic uh, unfold. Um, and the gentleman who did that, I can mention the name, had a history of violent behavior and someone really, in my opinion, had to see it coming. Um, he was talking to people, being around people. And I know it's hard to put all the pieces together. I don't think you really can kind of blame the radio station and the uh, television station as well. But, it, again, it's tough to piece those things together. But somebody's got to really see something like this um, happen. Because, obviously, he's saying he's a powder keg for a while and he's been you know, doing stuff. He's obviously been tweeting even on Facebook. So um, it's very, very unfortunate. And um, two lives, uh, beautiful lives are lost. And, unfortunately, uh, one person is... Uh, Still significantly injured. Looks like she's recovering and hopefully it'll make somewhat of a full recovery. But uh, thoughts and prayers go out to all the families. And, uh, you know, hopefully these things can be avoided in the future somehow. And again, I think it all really kind of goes to what standards are we all playing on in life? Um, you know, see this stuff happen. You know, we say, well, there's no shooting, there's no school shooting, there's another issue. You know, we just move forward. It's like it's a common thing now, and this stuff wasn't happening years ago. So it's something we definitely need to, as a country, address and address it head on. Uh, the U.S. Summer Olympic bid city for 2024 was announced. Los Angeles actually wins the bid. Uh, if you remember, Boston backed out uh, earlier in the year due to budget and financial concerns, things like that. But I do think it's kind of bad for the U.S., uh, who hasn't hosted the Summer Games since 1996, and Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City in 2002. So um, we'll see how that plays out, and the decision will be made in 2017. Uh, stock market continues to nosedive up and down. This has been going on for a few weeks now with the China economy, and um, I still think there's some time for it to fall a little bit more. Um, I don't think much more, though, but just keep an eye on things. I probably wouldn't, you know, from my opinion, I probably wouldn't be investing right now just kind of hold tight a little bit, and I think sometimes you'll you'll see the bottom drop out a little bit, and you just uh, make your move and get in there, buy low and sell high. That is the key. Uh, we also got news that uh, 225,000 plus iPhone accounts were hacked. Uh, still reading up on that information, trying to get some more information on that, um, but this uh, affected across 18 countries. So we'll see what uh, what comes of that. And again, it really kind of points to all the you know, challenges and problems that we've actually seen, um, you know, with security and things like that. So it's a, it's a real big concern. Uh, and, you know, I think the phone companies in particular, data companies really need to do a much, much better job of protecting our data and security. It, it's got to happen because this stuff is just going to continue and continue to get worse. And you can't prevent it. I mean, you know, crooks are always going to try to get one up and keep moving forward with things and advancing, you know, technologies on their own. But I think we've definitely got to do a better job. There's way too much of this stuff going on. 
the 2016 presidential election uh, is, you know, obviously the season's well underway. Uh, ben Carson's actually gaining traction on Donald Trump in the Iowa straw poll. It's kind of interesting to see Ben Carson um, start to move up here and Trump settle in. People are saying, is this the Trump bubble, similar to um, four years ago? Um, we'll see what happens. I don't know if it's necessarily the Trump bubble just yet. I think he might be leveling off a little bit. I think people are kind of going a little tired of some of the banter and things that have gone back and forth and the uh, the crap. I think the second round with the Fox News host was not a good move on his part. We'll see what happens, but uh, it should be interesting. And uh, Joe Biden, we know, is still mulling a run. We've been talking about that for a few weeks now. Will he run? Won't he run? Um, you know, I, I think the recent developments in this last week with Hillary Clinton and the email uh, scandal, I guess you could call it, that's sort of opening up now, might be opening up the door for him. It sounds like he's sort of looking to see where there could be an opening. It uh, looks like the Democratic Party is having, uh, definitely having some challenges with her. So we'll see where that goes. And again, it uh, seems like in the news every day there's an officer shot somewhere. Uh, we had the officer shot in... Um, Texas, uh, cold blood was filling up his gas tank and somebody came up and, and shot him to death. And we had something like that happen in Philly where an officer was shot. It's just way too frequently. And again, this all, my opinion, goes back to sort of the standards that we're all playing on. We allow this to happen and we continue to not address it. And it's, you know, hot button for everybody. What's the right thing to do? You know, we all have to band together and try to figure this out because again, as I said, this stuff wasn't happening, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, it just seems like it's getting worse and worse, and it is. And it's because we've lowered our standards, we expect it to happen, and you know, we go to either Facebook, or I call it bitch book, or facade book, and we bitch about it, and that's all we do, and feel good about it, and really don't take matters in our own hands. And we need to start seeing a lot of that. And it sounds like the father of the uh, news anchor, uh, Allison uh, Parker, the father, is looking at uh, stepping in big time, and uh, he seems very fired up, which is which is good. And we'll see maybe if he can kind of start start a motion here to help do something. But what that is, we just we just don't know. We're actually going to skip the um, daily job cuts from dailyjobcuts.com this week, uh, simply because there really isn't too much of anything to report on. Uh, just that HP is still uh, in that 50,000 um, employee range of layoffs, and it's about still up 5% as to where they were. Uh, we'll continue to monitor things. Uh, we'll have the job reports out in two weeks. Uh, our next show will be in two weeks, not next week. We have Labor Day holiday, and we do six weeks on, one week off. So next week is the off week. So we'll have a full jobs report and economic report and see where things stand, and hopefully things will continue to uh, to improve. Uh, the show is actually open to callers. Uh, we are at 347-989-0028 if you want to talk live to me. Uh, again, we're talking about morals, ethics, and standards in the workplace. And... I really, you know, more and more each day, it uh, seems like I'm kind of ranting, I get frustrated, but I think from what I've seen and in places I've worked, um, you know, we have low ethics, low morals, and our standards in the workplace anymore are just very, very poor, in my opinion. I see it with even people coming in through the interview process. You know, they come in, they just sort of expect to get the interview or get the job, and they just don't put any effort into it. And it, it's disappointing. You see it in the workplace where people just put minimum effort in, you know, they come in, right, at their start time, they leave at their start time. Uh, some people do work long hours. You know, I, I do give that. I know a lot of people that work very, very long hours. Uh, but, you know, those are the people that really make the companies run. And, you know, again, there's this unfortunate side of where people uh, just play low standards and really mess it up for, for everybody. And it's just, to my opinion, it's really unbelievable what people are doing today and what I've seen, you know, how people mess things up with 
a travel expense or, you know, shorting their time and you know, taking off early, taking extended lunches. It's just, just bad. And when you really think about it, what's going on in, in heads of those people, it's, it's, it's disgusting and it's not good. And had my uh, Dunkin' Donuts experience that I've talked a little bit about in the uh, information I put out there on social media about the broadcast, the um, Dunkin' Donuts story I had, I typically go every morning for my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Went in this morning, my drink is $2.99, gave the gentleman behind the counter a $5 bill, and he gave me change for 50 So basically, he got uh, two 20s and a 5 and a couple 1s and some change, and I didn't see it for the first second. He kind of wrapped up all the, the change in the receipt, and it's one of those big, long receipts, and you get a freebie. Uh, so as soon as I started to uh, put it closer to me, I noticed, I was like, wow, I've got a lot of money here. That's not right. <laughs> so you know, within a second, split second, there was you know, no hesitation on my part, but I immediately went up to him and said, hey, you know, this is incorrect change. Uh, I gave you a five, not a $50 bill. Very appreciative of it. Um, he really wanted to give me a hug and uh, – free coffee, but I said, like, that's not necessary. I'm just doing my job. And again, to me, that points to, you know, me having, you know, high standards, uh, high ethics and high morals. And, you know, it was interesting because there's a group of local people actually at that Dunkin' Donuts and about seven of them that are around there all the time. And, you know, they heard the commotion. And honestly, I was stunned and just in disbelief that four out of seven of those folks actually said that they would have kept the money. So we got into sort of a little dialogue for a few minutes as I was waiting for my uh, latte. It takes a couple minutes for it. And four out of seven said they would keep the money. And this is what also was totally disturbing to me. One other person, I thought, okay, maybe three. We're like, hey, you know, we'll, we'd give the change back right away, get the correct change. One of the persons actually said, well, I keep a little bit of it. You know, maybe five, ten bucks for myself and say, here you go. Uh, again, so really, if you think out of five out of seven people would have been dishonest. And I know that's probably not necessarily a reflection of all around the country, but you have five out of seven people that would say that. That's, that's my opinion, pretty disgusting. And it just really is a reflection, I think, of the workplace. I think you look at what's going on, you know, with the um, Hillary Clinton um, email server issue and scandal. You know, I hate to bring that up and sort of harp on that, but Again, you know, you have a private server and there's this lack of communication and sort of lack of transparency and you're in a very high position in the government and I'm sorry, the probability of being hacked is, is pretty good and luckily none of that stuff was, was really hacked. But to me, you've got to serve at a house. I mean, there's tons of things that can go wrong and things that can happen. And you also look at this whole Ashley Madison thing. If those of you don't know what Ashley Madison, Ashley Madison is, Ashley Madison is a um, basically, a, I guess, a cheating site, and uh, where people have affairs and they hook up, you know, and they cheat on their spouses. Thirty-seven million people are registered users, and we all heard about that hack. Uh, those of you that don't know, uh, the site was hacked, and they started publishing user information, credit card information. And uh, my thing is, if you have people cheating on their spouses, then what are they doing in the workplace? Uh, you know, they're obviously being unethical and immoral. Then, to me, that's that's a problem. Uh, and I've seen, as I said, they've seen people cheating on travel, you know, they're cheating on their time where they take extra lunches. I've had people I've seen take two hour lunches and just check out, you know, people kind of on a Friday, you know, the boss is not in or the boss might be working from home or off. People come in for a couple hours and by lunchtime they're gone and that's it. And, you know, they got their BlackBerry and you can have instant message on a BlackBerry. So it looks like you're actually working, but I've seen people be on the golf course and actually do that. And I'm not trying to sound like a, you know, of a grumpy person here, but when you think about it and the amount of money you know people are being paid 
and money companies are losing, why people are getting laid off. This is one of the big reasons why companies are having problems is people are cheating the time and people are cheating things. I'm not saying it's everybody, but there is a good portion of people out there. Uh, and it's amazing what people will go to, what lengths they'll do to kind of cheat the company. And again, it just points to, you know, big challenges that these companies are going to have. And that's why they have, you know, layoffs. And, you know, it's uh, fine to leave a little early every now and again. We all do it. And I encourage it with my employees. You know, I've always said, hey, you know, it's Friday. You know what? You've been working hard this week. You know, you've been in the office late. You're in early in the morning. Guess what? Take off a little early or, you know, work from home Friday. You know, get a little extra sleep, you know, worry, don't worry about the travel time or the travel stress, things like that. So that's fine. You know, periodically you have that and you need to do that. You need to sort of have that healthy sort of balance. But we got people every single day, you know, coming in right at eight o'clock, leaving at four thirty or five o'clock without staying. That's just to me, that just really doesn't show what you're doing and what standard are you playing in life. And I think that's the biggest thing. You know, we've got the lack of morals and the lack that that lack of ethics and you just Google it right now. You see all the things that have happened. I mean, uh, from recent memory, Bernie Madoff and the Ponzi scheme scandal uh, to just simple things where people have, you know, cheated on resumes, lied, done all kinds of things to get positions. And, you know, you even see Chris Christie with the Bridgegate scandal. It's always these little things that pop up. And it's just, you know, you think, I even think somebody like Lance Armstrong. I mean, who would have thought that would have happened? And again, it's just every day we see it happen. But I think also, too, you know, with our standards as a society, we've all lowered our standards and it's really, really bad because you know, what happens even in the workplace is, you know, we don't proactively solve things. You know, we say, oh, yeah, it's expected, you know, the server went down again or you know, we wait for stuff to blow up or break down and then we get a tiger team or we get you know, a crisis team together to try to solve the issue and then it happens again and it happens again. And people get pissed, you get thrown into a conference room, oh, you know, it's your fault, your fault. And we're not practically solving something. We're just simply, you know, continuing along that path of, well, you know, we expect it to happen. Uh, a lot of these things shouldn't be happening in the workplace. You know, we got, even people got late to meetings. Uh, we need to do better management over time. And I actually put a lot of stuff in place where, you know, you have the hour meeting and back to back to back. I schedule my meetings for 50 minutes. And the last 10 minutes was a quick recap and I let people go so they get to the next meeting early. Because I'm sorry, if you can't resolve things in 50 minutes instead of an hour, it's an extra 10 minutes, then you shouldn't be in business having meetings because then really what happens is you meet to meet for the next meeting and you keep meeting and nothing gets solved. So have a clear agenda and uh, clear outcomes of that specific meeting and somebody takes notes. And that's to me where it all starts, you know, with the meetings, you get people, you know, arriving to meetings on time, you know, things get done and more accomplished. And we get driven by emails and caught up responding instead of solving problems too. And that's a big thing too. People are just constantly glued to their email. And I've just seen places where I've worked with people and it's like, you know, everybody's at lunch and, you know, if they're not the first person to whip out the Blackberry, whip out the smartphone and start responding and they're texting at breakneck speed, it's insane. And to me, it's like, that's not good. And I see people doing it all the time now, driving, you know, they don't have the Bluetooth in, they're trying to text or staring at their phone. Um, you know, we really, as, as people, individuals need to raise our standards and that'll cascade down to everybody else. We hold people accountable as well. And I think also, too, it goes to a lack of standard and a low standard in communication. You know, people love to slam people and think it's a victory. You know, we always see that in email. You know, you get the um, the email where it says, hey, you didn't see this, or hey, and you get 20 attachments, and then the world is actually CC'd and copied on it. It's it's absolutely brutal, and I think that's one of the most disgusting things and disgusting, I even call it an ethical issue, because why the hell are you in business and you sit here and slam people? This is the time and place to do that. Pull the person aside and have your disagreement out in a closed-door meeting, but you don't need to slam a person in front of 50, 60 people. And I've done it too. You know, I start out my career, I would do that, and 
I enjoyed it. You get a little satisfaction out of it. But at the end of the day, what does that really solve? What does that really do? You know, so we'd rather slam people instead of, uh, you know, moving forward and things. And it's it's just not good. And I think companies have a hard time catching this stuff because really people find new ways to cheat. You know, it's like the, the thieves with credit cards, you know, they find new ways to keep uh, pursuing the way to kind of cheat. And it's like the crooks, you know, as I said, who steal credit cards, um, they evolve and people keep evolving to, to do this. And, you know, I think why is it happening? You know, that's really the bigger question right now to ask. And I think why it's happening is because, as I said, you know, we set our goals um, and we pledge it will be ethical and responsible. You know, we do this every year with a company ethics policy that's there. It's all this cute little online thing that's there. And, you know, we do that and then we move forward. We don't really think about it again. And I think also, too, from, you know, the human side of it, you know, we're all wired so differently. But, you know, as you've probably heard from Tony Robbins talking about the six human needs, you've got the six human needs are, you know, where we drive to. We've got certainty, significance, variety, love connection, growth and contribution. And those sort of four ones are the core ones, the certainty, significance, variety, love and connection. You know, if you think about why somebody does something, think about those terms and those four needs right there. And those are really the primary drivers that people use. So we go for sort of quick win that matches our human needs. So if somebody wants to slam somebody in the email, they're probably looking for significance. And what I mean by that is they're looking for significance to, to feel that they're in power or feel that they're, you know, special or they get the attention, you know, or if you're really somebody who, you know, loves projects, uh, you're always signing up and overworking for projects. You want that sort of connection. You might not have that in the home front, and you look for that sort of love and connection. Uh, and then the same thing with certainty, where people you know, always have to, they don't get a response at 3 o'clock. You know, they're calling off, they're hounding this person. I need this response, I need it. And they can't let it go for another 5, 10 minutes and drives people insane. But if you really sort of think about the six human needs and think about those first, you know, four core ones, that's why people do what they do. You know, we, we drive for these quick wins instead of really thinking long-term and planning out long-term. And the other two, the growth and contribution, they don't really... We play a huge part into it, but as far as growth, sometimes you know, with the significance and the um, certainty, kind of drive for power, we think that's growth, but it's really, I think, a false sense of growth. And as I said, it's really easy to go for the quick result. I mean, seriously, if you think about it, who wouldn't want to try to go for a quick win, quick result? And I always ask myself, is this something to my standards? You know, is this a standard I'm playing out in life? Is this my high ethical and moral standard? And when I kind of ask that question, it's interesting the answer I'll get because there are times where it might be below my standard and I catch myself saying, you know, that's not my standard, you know, because uh, again, the example of slamming people in emails or you get on a conference call, you kind of call somebody out and you wring their neck on a conference call, you know, I have to hold back sometimes. And, you know, it's a hard thing to do because we want to basically say, why the hell are you doing this? Why aren't why don't you do your job, especially with vendors or contractors? But if you really actually sit back, you know, there's a time and place to be you know, hard and to hold them accountable and hold their feet to the fire. But to the point where you're really starting to go below the belt, what's that really going to solve? And it's just not good. And I tell you, kind of go for the quick result because then you feel good about yourself. You feel good about what you did. You got the significance. You got a little variety. Slammed them in an email on a conference call. And in essence, you know, what's what's going to happen? It's not not good. So we get to the way of how do we actually fix this now? You know, so if you think about, you know, the six needs and what we're driving towards and, and all the things we've talked about so far about how people are, are sort of cheating and how they're not being as ethical as they should be and holding themselves to high standards, um, there's a lot of things we can actually do. And I talked a little bit about this a few minutes ago, um, but I think the biggest thing is, is training and you know, getting to people 
to realize you know what they're doing is wrong. And you really can't have an ethics training program that's out there where it's like a five minute video and every year, you know, January or sometimes it's in the spring, somebody says, Hey, you need to sign off and watch the ethics video and sign off that you understand our ethics and, and corporate policies. To me, that doesn't work. That's, you know, so <laughs> early two thousands. And, you know, when you look at it, you should be having dialogue every single day and every single month, you know, what's ethical, what's not. And to me, if you if you question it or it's questionable, and to me, it's not probably an ethical or it's below my standards and I don't do it. But you really have to have those those conversations once a month. There's got to be consistent training because people get busy. We get tied up in projects and we make that snap decision, that quick win that we want. And we go for our driving towards our human needs, the things that we want. And, you know, unfortunately, then things unravel. And that's really where we get into trouble. Um, I also think, too, right now, the goal systems that are out there, I think they're totally bullshit. They really are. And I hate to use harsh and strong language like that, but I think this is the you know time and place for it when we're talking about this stuff. But you know, the goal systems that are out there, for those of you not necessarily in corporate America or for a big company, uh, every year you've got these goal systems where you put in your goals, and uh, it's a neat way to try to keep things organized. And there's a lot of things that you do. You input information. You choose the percentage and you say, oh, here's my action plan. I'll do this. I'll do that. And what's really bad about it is you enter the goals usually two to three months after the year has actually started. So, for example, if a company's year end is December 31st, um, I've been to companies where it's been that case and we haven't actually put goals until March. And if you think about it, how is that really driving to the high standard, high morals? How is it holding all that stuff up at ethics? You're not even putting your information in there. And it's confusing because what are, what are people driving towards? Yes, we have projects in our day-to-day things, but how are we driving that company in the right direction to, to really benefit the customer and benefit you know, the employees and shareholders and things like that? It's not happening. It's just, just a bad way to go. And I've even had you know positions where managers say, hey, here you go. Here's the goals, things. Here you go. Have fun with it. And then we'll talk later. And then typically your next time that you actually talk about your goals is your mid-year review. And it's not really tied to sort of day-to-day things you're doing. And I think we need to really raise the standard there. You know, I think everybody says, oh, the goals are in great. We're all done now. You know, we got that accomplished. We checked the box off. It's done. We're good to go. And if you think about how companies do that, you know, we've all got to hold ourselves accountable and question that. I really do think we need to question the ethics training that's there and also question the goal systems right now. And some of them are good. You know, there are some good goal systems out there and there are a lot of good managers out there. It's not to knock every single thing there are some good, but the majority of the time I've seen is just bad systems, and the people you talk to are always looking for that you know that next better system to to really get the goals in there and, and really get some good accountability. I think you need to have focus groups too. I really think the senior management, senior leadership team, especially the C levels like the CEOs and chief operating officers, need to have periodic focus groups. Um, you really need to kind of sit down with employees and talk about ethics, and even if it's just an open-ended conversation. You know, saying, hey, did you hear in the news this happened or this person did this at a company? We just want to you know, reassure everybody we were on a high ethical uh, standard here and you know, we have no tolerance, basically zero tolerance policy. And you get that consistent message out, people are going to hopefully buy into that. And if not, if they screw up, then they're out. But I also think, too, you really got to look at stiffer penalties as well, too, because a lot of the penalties they look at, somebody does something, they'll slap on the wrist. I'm not saying you need to start firing people left and right. But I really think you've got to have things where it's tied into your review, tied into your bonuses. And I also think, too, the um, you know, C-level uh, senior leadership, you know, CEOs, chief operating officers, CFOs, uh, your compliance uh, officers and things like that. I think the bonuses and employee bonuses need to be tied to that ethics, morals, and standards. It has to be. 
because you really that's one of I think the cornerstone things that any company has to uh, has to drive to. And I also think too, um, a lot of companies, you know, they can go out there and try to get the next big CEO or the big hot person that's out there, you know, senior person. They get a CEO and they pluck them in the position, then they fail. Uh, we've seen that happen quite a bit. We've seen that happen with HP, and it's not good. And I think there's got to be an extensive uh, leadership search for the right candidate. And you know, I worked at an organization in the past where the CEO actually had an affair. Um, with one of the employees, and it blew up and cost the organization so much money. And it's not good. It's it's just really bad when you do something like that because then people are going to lose their jobs because you're not meeting your budget. You spend a lot of money in legal fees and all this other crap that's going on. So it really starts in those levels. And, you know, again, we all make mistakes, but we really need to hold ourselves accountable to a higher standard. And, you know, you got to really do that and be as ethical and moral as possible. And, you know, we need to hold each other accountable. And I hear people say, and, and I've always preached that message, you know, lately. Uh, people say, oh, you know, well, it's not my business. It's none of my business with that team over there. You know, I don't really care about them. But it is. At the end of the day, it's, it's difficult, yes, to have those conversations and hold people accountable and say, hey, you know, I would actually do it this way. I'm a little concerned at how you're, you know, recording the time in your system or how you're actually going about, you know, handling this issue. Let me help you. And you bridge that gap in that communication. I'd be more than willing to say, yes, I need some help here. I'm struggling a little bit. And, you know, again, as I said, we think it's not our business, but working for a company, uh, it's all of our business because if somebody fails in a department, my opinion is we all fail. And that's that high standard that I have. So we've got to help each other up instead of tearing each other down like we've been doing. And I also think, too, supplemental training programs. You know, I offer uh, career training programs, uh, career coaching. You know, call me. Seriously, give me a call. And I'm happy to do a lot of training and talk about ethics and morals and standards and what I do and sort of the way I do it. But we've got to have supplemental training that's out there. And these are these, maybe there could be focus groups and there could be a lot of monthly things that happen. But we've got to keep talking about this stuff because the more we talk about it, the more it becomes repetition. We know right from wrong and we know it's not always a good thing to, to reach out and do something we shouldn't be doing. Um, but it's an interesting uh, interesting uh, concept that's out there. And you know, as I said, we see so many people doing this stuff and it's just not good. And I just think this is the tip of the iceberg before we start to see uh, more of a fall off from things that have actually gone on because the shit that's out there right now I've seen is really scary how how companies even operate too. You know, back in the day I worked for a couple credit card companies and um, there was rumors going around that uh, when the payments were coming into the payment center, uh, employees were actually stuffing them up in the ceiling or throwing them out and doing stuff like that. When you hear a rumor, I mean, think about it. Typically when you hear a rumor, you hear something like that, most of the time it is actually true. And when you think about it, it's really scary stuff like that's you know been happening, and we just continue to do it. And again, we drive towards all this stuff for our you know human needs. We go for you know that certainty, significance, variety, and love and connection. But at the end of the day, it still doesn't matter. We've got to make sure we do the you know the right moral and ethical thing. So, so that's my take on morals, ethics, and standards in the workplace. Um, you know, continue to raise your standards. That's the best thing we talked about. You know, talk to HR, talk to your managers. It's really all up to us individually to start this sort of um, this change, which I think needs to happen. You know, we've really got to start holding things accountable. Any little thing that occurs out there, in my opinion, let's address it. You know, let's fix it, let's resolve it, and let's move forward. Because there's a lot of other things that we need to be focusing on as business. We need to innovate. You know, we need to be able to do a lot of different things. I mean, there's things that need to be big problems that need to be solved out there, and that's where our focus should be, not on actually you know going in front of Congress and having these these big sort of sessions on you know why this happened or why that didn't happen and it's a whole ethical and legal nightmare, and the cost just skyrockets. And then before you know it, companies in trouble, and potentially they're out of business. So, uh, but if you have any information on 
on that or you want to talk to me, always post on the Facebook fan, fan page. Hit me up on Twitter. Love to hear your thoughts and comments, and I'll post some stuff after the show. I know we've got a pretty good amount of listeners here, which is great. So obviously this is a big hot-button topic for people. You know, as we move forward here, we'll have some of these these show formats where we talk about certain specific topics and issues. And uh, if we have anything, you know, next show we'll um, we'll definitely talk about. So again, that's all the time we have for today's 30-minute live show. I really appreciate your time. Uh, we'll actually be back on Tuesday, September 15th at 8 o'clock. Uh, we're looking to do a special show then, uh, sort of post-summer. Have a wonderful Labor Day weekend to get some rest. Uh, Enjoy the uh, the quiet times around the house now that the kids are back in school. I'm definitely enjoying that, but I miss the kids. And uh, join me in two weeks. And again, you can find me on facebook.com forward slash Joe Wu fan page, Twitter at Joe Rychowski, Google Plus at JoeWu.com. I'll be doing some Periscope where we're actually uh, doing some live video of shows and various things. It'll be great to connect there as well. But thank you all for listening, and thank you for being a part of this journey. Good night, and live amazing, everybody.